gentlemen and welcome to another beats brews and points of view episode i am your host neil richter along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me the, e-man bates the pip that the, is the me. pip the pip <laughs> that is me. throwing some stink on it the pip that is me and we are back in plymouth city for episode 106 yep yeah and we got a guest in the studio tonight that i'll let e-man introduce to you guys all right hailing from the city of Detroit slash Hamtown, Hamtramck. Oh, I love Hamtramck. Currently reside in Warren, I believe, right? Yep. Okay, I didn't want to put your business out there. So <laughs> you if you want to. But <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Cloudy in the building. We're going to have sounds, by the way, guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I've gotten used to doing them by the, but just me and you just bullshitting them, so I kind of like it that way. <laughs> <That's> kind of <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, sir. <laughs> awesome, man. Nice to be on this podcast, man. I've been trying to be on here for a while now. Yeah. Like, I'm ca- catching up with your guys' podcast on the Instagram and stuff. Uh-huh. It's real cool. Yeah, dude. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. You. It's fun that people are starting to reach out to us now and kind of hear about us and stuff, so it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, welcome on, man. Um, and to intro the podcast, that was a song called Two Week Notice by Kip Stone. Normally, I have kind of like a reason for playing certain songs on the intro, and I really don't. That just song popped up on my like Discover Weekly shit, and I'm like, this is fire as hell. I'm like, I don't know who this artist is, but I'm following them now. So yeah, Kip Stone, two week notice that one was. But uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, how did you get into starting making music? What inspired you to uh, go down this lane of creativity? Uh, I really started making music around 2015, back when I was in high school. What really inspired me was the underground underground culture of SoundCloud, you know? Mm-hmm. People were really coming up there, man. It was it was quite the era. 2015, 2016, we had Playboy Cardi, Thousand Banfani, Uno the Activist. Yep. And these guys are all like, they're all pretty much legends now, you know? They've been doing their thing for a while now. Like, Cardi, really, he really went up the most, but, like, everybody respects Uno and Fani, you know? They really paved their way and made a real lane out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't they just say something about... Um... We always post our, we started our podcast just posting to SoundCloud too, and now we're on, you know, Apple and Tidal and all, right. all the different ones that you, you can stream on, but SoundCloud, didn't they just announce they're going to be giving like a higher like equity to artists and stuff like that per stream or something yeah, like that? Yeah, a few months ago. That, yeah. yeah, so shout out to SoundCloud, man. I always like, I love SoundCloud and I like artists that there's still like a lot of DJs and stuff that'll do like cool little mixes and stuff yeah. for SoundCloud that you can't really get on the streaming services and shit. Fun so. fact, I actually <laughs> also do mixes. Oh, do you? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I run, a, I run a radio page on SoundCloud. Oh, shit. By Key Radio. Okay. Yeah. It's actually, funny enough, I'm actually more known 
known for my mixes okay. and my radio pages and for my music, but you know, it's, it's still like it's cool, man. People, I love yeah. that. Hell yeah. Yeah, that uh that excites me cuz sometimes it's like it feels like it's kind of like more exclusive, you know what I mean? Not yeah. everyone has it or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hold that thought one second. Eric, do your thing. <laughs> yes, sir. We got to introduce the beer. We didn't start the camera. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. get to the beer in a second. Um, but yeah, that's cool, man. I want to check out the mix page because I, awesome, I'm definitely. really into the uh, the different mixes and everything. For sure. And uh, now that we got a camera rolling, um, E-Man, why don't you tell us what we brought so we can have a little sip while we get into this music talk over yeah, here with dying, Cloudy. Dying to crack this is a cool-ass little can here, whatever this is. Yeah, man. Stranger so, than fiction. Uh, over there, uh, you know what? I have a. I, I kind of messed up here, guys. It might be the first one. Uh, no, it's probably not the first one we've ever done. Not uh, Michigan. It's not a Michigan <laughs> beer, man. Oh shit! You it's know like why? Maybe time number I three. actually see this. One of my favorite beer bars in the city. Uh, collect. Shout out. Shout out to Eric over there. He always hooks me up with the good shit. Uh, they have a lot of collective art stuff over there, and I decided to pick it up. One off the can, like off the that rim, can is like, sick. and it's all connected. By the way, if you want to check them out, like if you put all four uh, the four pack together, it actually is connected yeah, to like one little, little thing. Yeah, it looks really dope. But I have the uh, Stranger Than Fiction, which is, I guess, a, I'm gonna assume it's a play. I don't know if it's a play on the uh, the Will Ferrell movie that came out like a few years back, but the Stranger Than Friction, Friction, Fiction <laughs> is a full body porter with plenty of roast flavor and hints of molasses. Ridiculous amounts of chocolate and pale ale makes this porter a smooth and creamy brew. Nice. Yeah, I like this. This is a cool can. Um, and you know what? I don't feel bad about doing a Wisconsin beer anyways. We've a little bit branched out into the Midwest. We did the whole episode on the Wisconsin music festival and everything. We did a whole episode on a music festival that happens in Wisconsin, so there are friends of the podcast now, so I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, this looks interesting. Um, cool artwork on the can, so I like that. Um, but as we do on our podcast, as we're trying out a little bit of the beer, we play some music from some of the artists that we like that are celebrating birthdays. And uh, this week on here, we have uh, Jeff Buckley celebrating. We actually we missed a couple last week, so I'll start with those two. We missed SZA and Tech Nine. I don't know how we missed them. It's like Tech Nine's like E-Man's favorite artist, and SZA. Both of us love SZA too, and and so yeah, we missed both of them. But uh, we also got Jeff Buckley, Fabulous, E40, Fife Dog from Trap Call Quest, rest in peace. Obi Trice, uh, Brendan Benson, who is not the Brendan Benson you know, but that's he's Brandon all- Benson. Oh, that's Brandon. Okay, yeah. So this yeah. one's Brendan Benson, who uh, you probably know from the Rack and Tours, who plays with Jack White and all them. Uh, Send Dog from Tribe or from Tribe Call Quest from Cypress Hill, Future ODB, uh, and Danny DeVito from who doesn't have any music but from the hey, hilarious man, acting career. And we got we got to love got to throw him in. Come on now, you got to throw in a Frank Reynolds reference. <laughs> Frank Reynolds penguin. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you have to. We got to um, bring in the lucky egg, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when does doesn't the new season start soon? Oh yeah, December first. So, yeah. December first. Oh Yo. shit! So it's like really soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah, that's tight. They're going for... to Italy or something. They're, oh, they're going overseas. <laughs> is, what I, is what I've seen in the trailer. Vata. Oh, that's gonna be the yeah, shit, dude. Shit. I can't wait. Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. That new South Park. We'll get into that talk a little bit. Yeah. Let me play some of these birthday songs for you. I'm gonna start it off with Jeff Buckley. Here is a little bit of Grace out of Jeff Buckley. Miss this man. R.I.P. to him too. R.I.P. And it's on and not playing again. There we go. <laughs> nice. 
Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. The sound effect we don't need a board for <laughs> is the beer can. <laughs> I wish we could put like that, uh, that King of the Hill, like. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Mm. It tastes like coffee and chocolate. Exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay. Back when they had super long intros on songs and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. The artists that we're all waiting for to drop. Cannot wait for her to drop. A little bit of Drew Barrymore from SZA. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, I'm not waiting for Drew Barrymore <laughs> no, 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 no. to drop now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not waiting. For... <laughs> Why is it so hard to accept the party is over? You came with your new friends and her mom jeans and her new friends and she's perfect and I hate it. Oh, so glad you made it. I'm so glad you could come back. Somebody get the tacos. Somebody spark the blood. Let's start the narcos off in episode one. Bring the gin, got the juice. Bring the sin, got that too. Won't you shut up? No, you're my favorite. Am I woman A total vibe switch, but still staying in the TD camp because you got... Kendrick on this Tech Nine song. <laughs> hey man, this is a classic. This got me classic. through high school. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! The first time I heard this, I was floored. I'm like, this is a dope ass song. This is really cool. And it was cool to hear Kendrick step into Tech's world and kind of like use Tech's flow a little bit. You know is what I mean? Tech's, is it Tech's world though? With the beat, like this is different production in Tech Nine. Yeah, but I'm talking about he he steps into Tech's kind of flow yeah, pattern. I guess. You know what yeah, I mean? he has that like kind of like that quick like yeah. chop cadence. Uh-huh. Yeah. You said you'd never ever play. Shout the Mayday. Too. I've seen you yeah. open. Mayday is fucking dope. Recognize. I've spent all night. All these songs have cool intros. I need to hear more. I, need, I really need to hear more. I recognize specifically. Everything's on. Most lost. Pick it up slow. Before it's gone. Are they still with Who's saying the hook on this? I forgot her name. Doesn't, oh, it does. Maybe it does say. Yeah, she's on the. She's Mayday. On the song. Is it Mayday? No, it's not Mayday. I don't know who Mayday, Mayday is. The guy. Oh, he's, Mayday, he's, Mayday is a group of guys. Recognize and oh, the other guy. Okay. Yes, yeah, and the other guy. Kendall Morgan. Yes. A yeah. uh, little bit of fabulous. Oh God, I love this song. Yeah. I'm really digging this beer, I'm not gonna lie. Hell yeah, man, me too. Especially even cold out, it's perfect. Reminds me of a bonfire. Seriously. <laughs> so I'm not a super beer guy, but the beers I really do enjoy, I like me a Red Stripe, them Jamaican beers. My Jamaican, uh, back on my, my friend's grandma really put me onto back those, they're pretty cool. Yeah, Red Stripe, it's oh, pretty solid. But back, what, I really, what I really drink most often when I go to a bar is like a Blue Moon, it's yeah. classic Blue Moon. Yeah, I haven't had a red stripe in God knows how long, man. It's been fucking forever. Those are pretty good, though. Yeah, I like them like summer bonfires. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Gotta stay woke, can't be sleep. All this fly shit don't be cheap. All these bad bitches that we keep round. Pockets gotta be deep now. Never lose again, living me deep down. Gotta keep winning, it's a clean sweep now. Tell her back it up, you hit three beefs now. Big truck, little bitch. Call me Greek freak, big bucks, little bitch. Paid in full, little eight. One of my favorite E40 songs ever, right here. Nope. Yup. Yup. <laughs> nope. Yup. Crazy how TikTok brought nope. this song back just for Did it? people. Yeah. Oh, I don't fuck with. I don't. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok, so I didn't know. Is there oh, like yeah, a, it was a whole trend with this song? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. tight. That's perfect. Was it like a dance trend or what? Uh, no. People were like saying what they liked. Oh, okay. Nope, nope, yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes simple, sense. But that's kind of funny though. <laughs> I like that. It's weird how TikTok can bring like songs like that. It's crazy. Back to life. Seriously. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, man. I'm really trying to start utilizing utilizing that like as of now going forward because. It's, it seems to be the wave. I mean, I'm I, I feel completely too old for it, but like I'm like, dude, these some of these kids they'll post like a video that like is a nobody, and all of a sudden it's fucking. It's out such there. a necessity in like in, in, in today's in, in, time, today, in today's times, and I hate to say it because I'm like I just don't want to learn like a new app, man. I just yeah. got good with Instagram. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but no, it's like yeah. I mean, I, I get how people do, it, and I get like how the, the music resurges from it, especially yeah. like a lot of labels are looking at TikTok right now. Stuff oh, yeah. like that too. So a lot of I artists get it. are signed through. Yeah. Little it's classic Obi. I swear we're almost through these birthdays. Last time I saw you, you I miss Obi, man. Uh, he did? Yeah, but it's not like this. It's not like it's not, I mean, really it's not shady value. records, Obi. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not as good. Yeah, no, I mean, he's still, yeah, he's got like, what's that, Black Market Entertainment or something like that as a new label? Something like that. What? She tried to plot on a nigga, fake a lot, one shot, bitch died, go figure. He used to pay this bitch, gave her lots of shit, fuck's wrong with this nigga, man. He used to bring it through the hood, treat the bitch too fucking good, my opinion. We used to blaze with the bitch, oh, faded shit. off the lick, she x -ray. Hell yeah. We heard a little bit of this last night. Shout out to EPMD, by the way. Yeah, that shit was sweet. Oh, baby, I like it. So good, you're gonna love it. I have not actually heard of the Wu Tang Amer American Saga. Oh, yeah? yeah? You're gonna love it. First just, season was great. I just haven't watched the second season. I guess yet. they're doing a whole, like, separate show just on ODB, too. It seemed like a biopic just on ODB. That's, That's pretty awesome. sweet. I just love... You ever heard the story about him on, uh, doing that Mariah Carey song? Yes, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh, God, it's so funny. It was like, uh... Um, he showed up for the fucking... He was super late. He was super drunk. Like, it took... His, his verse is literally 10 seconds, and it was like this whole... To do just to get ODB to do like his one little fucking part for the thing, like it, it was. A, they put him through the ringer. They put like Mariah Carey's camp through the ringer oh, to man. get that song. <laughs> All right, we'll get. We got one more with Future on here, and then that's a wrap on these birthdays. I don't even know. Shout any, out Pluto. I don't know any of Future's music 
like, uh, what should I play by Future? That's a good Future song. Oh, man. Um, oh, I actually, I do like this one. I thought it was a drought. I already yeah, got this one on, but I do like 21 Savage, so I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, it is. I got model bitches want to lick me like some candy. And them drugs come in handy. Last night, savage bitch, but no, I'm not Randy. You said Future, and then all the songs in this catalog popped up in my hand. Oh, man. Future is a legend, dude. I, You know what? I don't know what it is. I know a lot of people love him, and I, it, more power to you, but I just cannot get into Future. I don't know what it is about Future. I'm just like, I, it's just something for me. Future influences a lot of the people right now. Oh, he, yeah, sure, he certainly does. Sure does. I can definitely recognize like, that. And for, I, for like, I heard the story of him being around, like, the outcast camp. Yeah, uh, well, he he's related. He came from organized. He's noise. related yeah, to he's someone in organized noise. I can't remember who it is. He's like someone's little cousin or younger brother. I can't. Remember. I think it's one of the um, the organized noise guys, but I can't remember which one it is. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's super fucking popular, so he doesn't really need my my liking. Yeah, nah, that's cool. That's some nice trivia. <laughs> I get it. I, like, it's one of those. Like, am I gonna listen to Future if I want to listen to like like zone out and listen to some shit? No, but mm-hmm. I'll listen to Future if I'm like trying to go like if I'm out like. In a social setting, you know, yeah. like on a bar or some shit like that. Yeah, I listen to some future. If I'm driving, I'll put on some future, you know, if I'm going like some like that. But if I'm going like, I don't know, man, if I'm going to the fucking doctor or some shit <laughs> or the grocery <laughs> shopping, am I going to put on some future? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Maybe at a bar mitzvah. Maybe. <laughs> kids in Yetta. <laughs> That's the funny part is like 15-year-old kids probably love Future. Like that probably would be going off at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of yeah, rappers perform at bar mitzvahs. Oh, for, for sure real, they yeah. do. There's big money in it, for sure. <laughs> think of that episode of uh, Dave when he did the... <laughs> yeah, for, he did the bar mitzvah. Yeah, that's right. That's funny. All right, man. So let's get back into this interview. Yeah, so, man. Uh, man. So checking your music out, right? And we were talking a little bit earlier. We were chopping up a little bit before the pod. And I was going to ask you, man, like, influence-wise, like, where do you... And I hate asking artists this because I know, like, every artist I talk to, like, says that thing, like, man, I just try to do me. I try to be the best me I can be and stuff like that. So I'm just asking you for, like, influence and one. And the other thing is, what do you listen to, like, to like get in the mood to like go in the studio oh yeah no man no i think people should actually own up to who influences them you know because everybody's influenced by something for right. sure you know there's levels to it but yeah i'm really influenced by playboy cardi uh a rapper named lucky he's like a big influence mm-hmm. to me he's from chicago he's uh he's in the similar lane he's pretty much, yeah he's in the similar lane uh i've never heard of lucky before yeah. is he a newer artist Oh no, he's one of those like underground rappers okay. who's Hell been yeah. like, but he's like known, like he's really known in the underground. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, look at my L U C K I, lucky. I'm be honest with you, it Chicago me. has a whole underground yeah, scene. Sh- you know what I mean? The Chicago scene is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lucky. when I think of like Playboy Cardi, it like I instantly just forget that he was on fucking Earthquake every single yeah. time. <laughs> What's Earthquake? You earthquake. make my Earthquake. Tyler song. Is that Tyler song. Oh, oh, you make my earthquake. oh yeah. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting he's on that yeah. fucking song. But I do actually like I I'm be honest, I didn't like his last album, the vamp one, but like Playboy uh, Cardi's yeah. got some hits. Like Die Lit yeah. was Dialo was but, great, yeah. Uh, I like I like his new album, but I like Marshall the light, the later half of it because I don't like the beginning parts too. It's long, man. It's a long album. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It's like I like the experimentation for sure, but I'm not too into the vamp aesthetic. Yeah, I I, I didn't get it. I mean, I you know more power to you. Like let your freak flag fly and stuff like that. Like yeah. we just watched a whole. I just watched a whole Cuddy doc on you know like 
being different and stepping on artists and stuff like that. But I, I get it from a creative standpoint. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so for you, you say Playboy Cardi, Lucky. So what are you like? Do you listen to like hip hop when you go to record like music, or do you listen to, like other genres or anything like that? Honestly, I listen to hip hop and jazz. That's really most. Of- oh, I also nice. listen to. I gotta. I gotta be honest. I also listen to a lot of J pop, a lot of '80s J pop. That stuff is amazing. Japanese pop. Yeah, Japanese pop. Oh, nice. City okay. pop, city pop, that type of stuff is amazing. Like Taiko Onoki. I'm probably butchering her name, probably, but she's amazing. She like you know a lot of the vapor vaporwave stuff. It came from like the J the city pop stuff, you know. So they would just sample the. The city pop, the city pop is basically the Japanese J pop, is what it is, uh-huh. like the eighties yeah. J pop, and they would sample it and they'd create like you know the vaporwave stuff. A lot of the most popular vaporwave songs you've heard is just sampled from like old Japanese songs from the eighties and stuff, which is that's really, really interesting. I didn't yeah. know that at all. That's really oh, wow. cool. Um, so that's interesting that you. Like, I think that I find that really cool that you listen to jazz, <laughs> but then also stuff like Future and Playboy Cardi, yeah, because man. I feel like as far as you creating your own music, that's gonna be translate into a sound that not many people are doing i feel no, like yeah, no sure. you have a lane <laughs> that's what you're going for Appreciate yes. it, yeah i, I want to kind of hear um something that oh, i had your so oh, i did have it pulled up where did it just go um i want to pull the soundcloud back up so like we can give the people so a how long you've been doing this for test again? of you uh, i've been making music since 2016 uh, 2015 go. actually yeah okay so like any um like, how did you, like, really, like, get your start, like, knowing, like, this is, like, the path you kind of wanted to take? All right, man. I'll, with a lot of artists from my generation, it all starts on YouTube. YouTube-type beats. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hey. It all starts there. Yep. I met a couple friends through there, and then we went on Twitter, and there's a whole community on Twitter of just artists and underground artists. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Yeah, I met some people there. Some of my contemporaries actually blew up, you know, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Like, it's awesome. People just blowing up from, like... People I've known since I was like a kid, you know, it's awesome. Like my most played song has got like f- maybe 50k plays. It's with this mm-hmm. guy named Texaco. He's from North Carolina. He's a really cool guy, a real art, cool artist. I haven't spoken to him in a while, but you know, he drops some really nice music. You want me to? Uh, let's, let's get a little listen to that. I've got it pulled up right here, anyways, yeah. so we can hear. Uh, let the people hear what that yeah, sounds push like. Start going. I made that on Halloween of October some 2015, 2016. Oh, really? Nice. Oh, yeah. All right, let's give it a listen here. Um, here's a little bit of Push Start Go from Cloudy. Push start cars. Hey, no, chillin' 
Definitely the jazz undertones in the production yeah, too. Yeah. The production, yeah. And this is uh, Texaco. Yep. Okay. It's like exactly how you described it. I can hear like the, the <laughs> yep. sounds and stuff in, in, in what you're making and stuff. Hey, and I like the production on that too. That's really cool. Yeah, man. I made that on a really shitty mic in like 2015. Uh-huh. Like literally on my like computer laptop microphone. So, you know, it's like it's like it has like a little vintage feel to it. You know, uh-huh. that's like some SoundCloud stuff, you know, some genuine SoundCloud. You can stuff. pull some of the best stuff out of stuff like that though. Like I remember um I'm a big fan of Jack White, and Jack White used to talk about how, like, I mean, his first guitar, he played with it forever, even had he, after he had money, was just, like, a shitty guitar he bought in, like, a garage sale, and he was like, and I purposefully do things, like, I like guitars that are, like, a little bent or fucked up, it makes me have to push harder to get the sound that I want, he's like, I uh, specifically put my microphones, like, spaced apart on stage to where it's going to make it hard for me to get from one side to the other to sing this part into there he's like i like to work for it i like weird shit like that and i'm like yeah (laughs) man and (laughs) a lot of people don't realize that like some of the most best songs were made on a shitty broken laptop for sure totally illmatic literally man yeah fucking shit if you get into season two of this wu-tang show you'll see how they craft or started crafting um 36 chambers out of like they literally rented like an apartment, like an apartment building. It wasn't a studio. They rented an apartment, and they're trying to run like all these boards and all this equipment off like one fucking plug. You know, they're sure. shorting out all the shit, like trying to get it together. You know, realizing they need to get some kind of uh, real studio together. But I mean, that's how they did all their early shit. That's how yeah, everyone does when I mean, you start. Already feel. I mean, it kind of <laughs> makes you, you know, just more hungry thinking about like stuff like that. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the thing. like I'm looking about like let's record. Let's say like in the studio we're at big beautiful studio and stuff like mm-hmm. that i sometimes i'll i'll prop i can see somebody feeling like less like motivated than like say like if you're like back in like a basement or something. exactly yeah. that's the thing yeah it's, just yeah, like it's not the, the it's not the equipment it's the hunger you got and what you're trying to create for real i think didn't uh j cole did the off season he did that little documentary and stuff like that and he actually went back to like muhammad's crib and yeah. stuff like that yep. Like, yeah yeah yep. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's not quite as important because him and I are doing a podcast and not music, but when him and I started, we were in my basement with, like, one shitty microphone between the two of us, like, running through, like, fucking garage band, you know, like, and we were, when it came to- It was to, logic. When, it wasn't that bad. It, it was, <laughs> when we, when we went to go play music, we didn't even have, like, a way to, like, run the music through the feed, so we would literally just play the music off my Bluetooth speaker, like, into the fucking microphone, yeah, like, yeah. but it worked. I mean, it got us where we needed to go. I mean, until I we hear like, other podcasts that <laughs> still oh, sound like that and, totally. do, and are very successful. Totally. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a fact. I, I know one, I think you and I know one in particular. Oh, for sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah, man, definitely. There's a will, there's a way for sure. Like, that's just bottom line. 
one. Nori makes fun of it constantly on Drink Champs. They'll That's be like, the one I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, actually, it was funny. Right before I came here today, because I was really waiting for this new one, because the new one has Ghostface and Raekwon on it, and they're on there together. And Raekwon's like in the middle of telling a story, and some like shit like fell in the background where they're at. <laughs> makes this big crash sound. He's like, what the fuck was that? And Nori was like... That's just the kind of shit that happens here at Drink Champs. <laughs> it's just like really like it just I, I love that podcast. Yeah, it just cool. sounds it's just, just so gritty. Oh yeah. And that's the whole feel of it. But uh you could just tell like they're having fun, they're getting yeah, fucked up and like just spitting facts and shit like that. I still wish yeah. EFN would quit with the air horn because that shit drives me nuts, but <laughs> Oh, like that he has an actual an fucking actual air, air horn. horn. <laughs> yeah. It's so loud. That would make that would drive me up a fucking wall if I was on that show. Like if I was a guest on that show, like oh, yeah. so I, I'm surprised Kanye survived that. <laughs> like, when <laughs> Hell yeah. Is that so? I, that's curious. Is that something that you would ever, because um, I know you make the music, but and you said you also have put these uh, mixes together on SoundCloud. Is that something you'd ever want to do in your life? Like have your own like show? Like, listen, like I'm on from this to this. I'm going to be playing these songs. Like, even because I mean, it seems like internet shows are like even a wave. Like, fucking Fat Joe, for example, started doing a show just recapping stuff, and now that's, oh, like, yeah, huge. Man, I'd, so, I'd like, love to do stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. There's actually on Discord, people, there's, like, whole festivals that's on Discord That's another thing. Now. There's that's... whole festivals on Discord, which is pretty crazy. Uh-huh. Like, there's whole, like, music festivals. People just hop in the server, you know, they join their artists, play new music, you know, mm-hmm. they play mixes. It's pretty cool, yeah. Really See, this is interesting to me because I'm so, like... Yeah, you got to get on the internet game a little bit more. Hey, man, man. Yeah. Like, it, it pays <laughs> to be savvy with the internet, right? Because, I mean, so, that's yeah, basically what the future is for, I mean, for creatives is you got to know how to do tech shit, you know? So yeah. that's pretty cool, man, and I think that'll probably work out for you. Obviously, it is. You're getting lots of plays on SoundCloud and yeah, shit. Yeah, thank you. Do you promote... Do you, So is that something you do specifically? Are you like, all right, I want to keep my house my music here at SoundCloud? Or do you have your stuff at uh, different like platforms as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm on. Uh, I'm on pretty much all okay. platforms now. Yeah. Okay. I try to like you know. I gotta. You gotta get. You got as you're releasing music. You gotta go about the proper channels. You mm-hmm. know. Right. So I have a lot of good stuff on SoundCloud, but stuff I can't you know get clearance for. You know. So yeah. fuck it, just throw it on SoundCloud. Hell yeah. Can I say the f word? Yeah. On yeah. You can. Yep. Absolutely. Fuck. Fuck. Fuckity fuck. All right. Cool. Noted. Yeah. Get them all out. <laughs> it's a therapy session. You can curse. You do whatever you want. Sure thing, man. Yeah, but yeah. That's what I like SoundCloud for, man. A lot of artists they just throw their Lucy's on SoundCloud. You yep. know, loose singles like Lil Yachty. He's he just throws stuff on SoundCloud. Yep. You know, periodically he'll just drop a bunch of songs there. You know, not waiting for like label clearance or just you know, getting the passes and everything. And I really enjoy that. I actually dropped an EP on SoundCloud of just a bunch of like loose throwaway songs. Mm-hmm. So I had the Key Volume One. That was my experimental tape. I dropped that on all streaming platforms. And there was Key Volume Zero, and that was just like a bunch of throwaways that didn't really make it on the album. Or I didn't get clearance for, but it was still a bunch of nice songs, like six tracks on it. Yeah, that's sweet, man. It's like it's really cool because there's like all these different sounds that developed from like that whole era of SoundCloud. Like, oh yeah, man, still to it, this day. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Like you know who I feel like he would get along with is Deontay Visible, our boy Paris. I yes. feel like I could hear Paris on yeah, one of absolutely. your beats because oh, yeah. that's the kind of shit that Paris is into. He likes like you know like lo-fi stuff. Yeah, and he, his, his voice is just like. Tailor made for shit like that. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, cool. We'll send you some of his stuff when we yeah, when we man. get out of here because he likes those kind of the type of production that you make. And you know what else I was thinking of when we were listening to his music? Um, it just got me thinking of because especially on his new album, I feel like 
I hear a lot of that side of sound in the production is Isaiah Rashad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were talking about that off mic okay. like, before you got here. Yeah, I was like, I hear like when he does that like, that pitch shift thing and it yeah. kind of gets like a lower tone. I'm like, yeah, okay, I hear like that. I, love I hear Isaiah, Isaiah right there. Awesome. Like, yeah, I do too, man. He's and he's got a cool. Th- he's almost like ushered in. So I've never been big into a lot of like the court. I don't even like saying it because it just makes you sound like an old person. But the mumble rappy stuff. But like he like almost. Makes it Change, tasteful. Makes it tasteful, tasteful and like yeah. does it in like in a way that, that sounds I'm like, oh, like a I love fucking it. album name. By the way, tasteful mumble. Tasteful rap. mumbles. Tasteful mumble. That's the name of this episode, guys. <laughs> tasteful mumble. Rap. Hey, we got it. We got, <laughs> got it. it right there. Well, shit. Since we're talking about influences and and music we like, we might as well just transition this into a segment where we because we do interviews a little untraditional style. We like to talk about music, and I feel like that just opens up the door into great conversations. So we do a segment called. Something old, something new, where each week we talk about some old shit that we've been uh, playing that's inspiring to us, and then some shit that maybe just came out last Friday or, you know, this year at some point, or, you know, it could just be something that's yeah. new to you. While we were shooting the shit, bro, I was talking about that, and I'm I'm really digging this segment. I yeah, got, dude, it's man. so much fun. I think that's, like, we get the most, like, the best response out of the people we interview out of this, because it kind of, like, loosens everybody up, and they're like, oh, shit, now we can just kind of talk about stuff that's interesting to us. Because I feel like artists get bored of the same questions like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, like, no. you know what I mean? So, Seriously. This, like, did you eat today? <laughs> <laughs> What's your blood type, fam? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm pretty positive that I started it off last week, so I will let E-Man start off this uh, new one. I've got... I've got a couple of um, something old, so but I won't talk about them for very long, so I'll let you start off, though, E-Man. I got one, and the reason I have this one is because a documentary on Amazon just came out about him, and it made me feel all nostalgic and shit, like, listening yeah. to his music, and I'm really happy about, like, it was a really well-done doc, by the way. Mm. If you guys aren't familiar, I'm talking about the man, uh, Scott Meduse Cuddy, <laughs> by Kid Cuddy, Kid Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, yeah, man, I'm talking about a kid named Cuddy mixtape. Ooh, yeah, going bro, all going the way back. Way back, back. to Fool's Go I days. Like pre Kanye shit, man. Uh, a kid named Cuddy is a debut mixtape from American rapper Kid Cuddy, released by New York City streetwear brand Ten Deep in conjunction with independent record label Fool's Gold Records. Fool's Gold also went to sign like Little B the Bass God, Danny Brown, and uh, Duck Sauce, and a bunch of other fucking people. Shout out Little B, Bass God. Yeah. Bass God. Swag, swag. Uh, I haven't said that shit in years, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that just fucked me up. Production was handled by Plain Pat and Mill. Samples ranged from Outcast to Paul Simon to Nerd to Band of Horses. Anyway, when I was doing some of the Kid Duddy doc, and this isn't just me, Neil, did you listen to it yet? I, I haven't seen it yet. yet. No, I haven't. I'm really excited. Claudia, have out. you checked it out yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right, man. So it was really well done. He had testimonies from the likes of like Shia LaBeouf to Willow Smith. To uh, Plain Pat was there. Uh, Dot the Genius, of course, is like a longtime collaborator. Kanye stopped in for a little bit too, in the most Kanye fashion ever to talk about Kid Cudi. Oh man! Uh, but I highly recommend it. It's like the first half of the doc is all about uh, Man on the Moon One. Mm-hmm. The first half of the doc, everything else is pretty much about like the rest of the albums and cocaine addiction. To yeah, be honest. for sure. Yeah. And round it out. Yeah. I definitely, no, was, I, I remember that period in his life too, because I saw him, I, I saw him live where it was awesome, and then I also saw him live where it was horrible, and the second time was like pretty heavy when he got into the the cocaine really bad, and like 
he was just in a bad mood. He performed like shit. He was barely on stage. I mean, he was there for like, I think the show was like a half an hour, 45 minutes. I think Chip the Ripper opened and played longer than Kid Cudi did. So it was, it was like, you could tell, like, it was like, I think like it's, almost like a couple weeks later, he announced that he was like going to rehab because he had a Coke problem or so something like that. It's okay. these kids, like in, in part of the documentary, he was talking about, cause he lost his, he's talking about how he lost his dad at 11 or mm-hmm. something like that. And that's like a big, you know, that would obviously affect your life. Seriously. For sure. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause anyone, anybody's lost a parent, I have, you know, it fucks with you for life. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about when after day and night, oh, the after Man on the Moon one came out. He wasn't ready for random ass people to come up on the street like, "Wow, you lost your dad when it was 11. How did that feel?" Because he never fucking thought about it before. Mm-hmm. So all that repressed shit just comes oh, out for sure. and it just kind of fucks with you. So he wasn't ready for like that level of success. And I think about like people like that that got success. And we talk about this like every once in a while. People that get famous really young get. Fucked yeah. up. He wasn't in the world super of young media. getting famous. Well, I guess he, he was, was like, well, yeah. I mean, when it, when it meant, he I think he was like what twenty two or something like that, twenty two, twenty three. But mm-hmm. still, something that's like relatively that, yeah. young. Yeah, 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 and for like, sure. yeah bra- for sure. I mean, coming brain all, stops developing. What like twenty six? When you come into money yeah. at that age too, I mean, it'd be hard not to develop. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at some of these Disney kids. Yeah, you gotta flip a coin. Heads, they're doing good. Tails, they're seriously. You're right. I mean, low key out of all the Disney kids, who was it? Hillary Duff, and then. Fucking Zach and Cody, they're doing fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, are they though? Do we know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're both on TV. Like, oh, they in, are. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. What's that show called? Riverdale. Yeah, Zach and Cody are doing oh, nice. fine. Oh, nice. They're Good for them. Fine. Good. Shout out yeah. to. Them. They were actually. I remember them from being in Big Daddy from the fucking Adam Sandler movie. Was that no, both or, of them or just yeah, one of them? Yeah, it was both. You know, of them. fun Zach and Cody trivia. They were actually gonna do like a sequel, like a I don't know, a third. A threequel? I don't know, whatever. The, 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 <laughs> the sequel to the sequel, basically. Right. And they were talking to Disney about that. And they wanted, like, some ownership in the sequel, you know. Okay, in yeah. The three, in the threequel or whatever. Because they're like, you know, they put in a lot of work, you know. Mm-hmm. And Disney wouldn't respect them for that. Like, nah, you guys can't have any percentage in this. You guys are just actors. And so I think that was bullshit. A major company not being good to people that brought them up. Shocker. Oh, <laughs> Come on now. Right? Unheard of. E-Man, what How song? How the fuck did we get from... Disney to kick. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, which song off of a kid named Cuddy? We are going to prayer. Uh, The prayer. Oh, nice. Hell yeah, love that song. Gotta go up to the YouTube because they don't even have. This mix. I wish they Throwing would have this mixtape on here. Just to get that, that my wee, <laughs> that was a good song. I forgot. A lot, about. a lot of artists are actually putting on their, you know, their most. I know. Famous, I'm yeah. happy about yeah. that. Love ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Mac Miller. Faces. I don't know if you guys heard yeah, that. Faces, yeah, yeah. We we had a whole oh my thing God. about it. Faces makes me depressed every time. Listen, I hear man. It. That was a fucking suicide wow. letter. I don't think. I don't think. That was supposed to be like, all right, I'm off this bitch. Not, uh, what was the last album again? He starts the album off Flip. saying, should have died already. Yeah. Came in, I was high already. Everybody I always loved this because he he's rapping over a band of horses. Rest in peace, Mac Miller, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Every episode almost. <laughs> no, no, we slowed down a bit, but it was like a good, like, the first 60 episodes. I remember when he died, what I was doing, where I was going, everything, you know? Me too. I did DMT the day Mac Miller died. Like, <laughs> the same day Mac Miller died was the same day I saw Elon Musk smoke weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Wait, what? That was way after that. That was, way after that was the first time I seen it, though. You saw what? <laughs> Elon Musk smoke weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's a good one. So that was E-Man's Something Old. Let's see. what I had a couple. I was going to do Wu-Tang. I keep pushing this Wu-Tang one back because other shit pops up that makes me want to do it. <laughs> so I had to table it because we got this next verse is coming up. So I'm doing a kind of like a combo. That was the day, same day he died, by the way. What that uh, that Elon Musk episode it was? came out the same day? Really? Wow! Yeah. Time is weird. Dude. That I is that weird. Was so much later. Me too. I totally thought that was way later. That's bizarre. Wow. But anyways, so the next verse is coming up that we kind of br- briefly talked about last week is um, Bone Thugs versus Three Six Mafia, and so I always like to go back um, before the verses and listen to like their early shit. Even though I I, I remember living all of it because I was a humongous Bone Thugs fan, but like it's been a minute since I listened to either of their first projects. So I went back and listened to um, to Three Six Mafia's first album first, which is called Strictly uh, or Mu- I'm sorry, Mystic Styles, and then I went to um, Creeping on a Come Up by Bone Thugs. And you know what's funny is at first I was like, man, stylistically these guys are so much different. And when I went back and listened to their first albums, they actually stylistically were very similar to each other. Like they were both making like horrorcore type rap shit. Like the beats were like super dark and like halloween themed almost and the lyrics were super like edgy and violent they're both rapping about you know kind of like halloween type shit um so it's actually kind of a more even match than i thought but i have to say bone thugs creeping on a come up is just a better album like it's just they you can just tell that those guys um had been honing their craft a little bit more than right. three six mafia guys at that time and it just feels a little bit more polished. Um, but I'll play like a little bit, uh, one song off each of them, just so you can hear a little bit of what I'm talking about. Um, let's see, which one do I want to go with? Off of, let's go with "Long Night" off of um, Three Six Mafia, so you can get a little hear what I'm talking about. <laughs> They were both doing that triplet style too, like the fast rap. Yeah. And DJ Paul and Juicy J did all the beats on this album, which is pretty cool. Pop up a little bit of the Bone Thugs so you can hear the difference. Now here's a little bit of Bone Thugs. It just feels a little bit more polished, and like they were just a little bit, a little bit better than 3-6 at this point. I don't know. It's just I love it. A little, they had a little bit better production value too. I think they had a little bit more money in the budget than 3-6 did. <laughs> Love that triplet, man. It's so really good. Me back. <laughs> yeah. The funny part about it is, and I think what might separate them with other people, because that style, that triplet flow, 
was pretty popular at that time period in the early 90s. A lot of people were kind of trying to do that triplet flow. Mm -hmm. But Bone Thugs could actually sing well and like harmonize well. So when they did the triplet flow, it was always in tune. You know what I mean? It always right. sounded like, wow. Like these, it almost sounded like these guys are like singing. And which also, you got to think that really ushered like the whole style of what you have now you have so much people doing melodic rapping yep. shit now and like Definitely. bone thugs were like you know one of the pioneers of that shit so i'm really, really excited were. for this versus battle it's gonna be sweet yeah but now i'm excited now because of all the shit you were telling us about uh so far i'm excited to hear what kind of old music that you have for us to talk about because you have an interesting style my friend <laughs> appreciate that yeah well i was talking about lucky earlier and you guys haven't heard him that's so true i'm gonna play something from i would say his Collectively, most people agree this is his magnum opus. Okay. So, uh, look up Free Wave 3. Free Wave 3. Yep. And just click on the first song. His uh, cover art was inspired by the DMX album. I oh, hell yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So, everyone's just inspired off of each other, and I love that, man. The amalgamation of, like, inspiration is just uh -huh. leads to amazing creativity. Yeah, that seems. I like I like people that me and E Man talk about it all the time. We like people that focus on um, album art as well as the art that you're gonna hear. Yeah. Is so you said you want me to play politics off here? Is uh, that, that's the first track on here. Out my way. Out my way. Okay, cool. I'm excited to hear this. All right, so here is a little bit of Out My Way off of Free Wave Three by Lucky, and Lucky is spelled with an I in case you're trying to look it up. man yeah I, I can definitely hear the sound that you're interested in for sure um it definitely has like i wonder if there's like a whole because there's so many sub genres of hip-hop like is there like a do they is there something they call that kind of style oh man <laughs> you know there's just so many sub genres but you know i would like to i would just categorize this sound as plug uh-huh like it's spelled like p-l-u-g-g -G. okay so yeah this is like Plug rap is what you would call it for sure. Okay, you know what it also reminded me of. It's not very, it's not super similar, but just someone that's kind of also was massively successful in the SoundCloud world that I heard has a new song out, even though he's passed away now. Is Juice World? I guess yep. has a new song over the yeah, weekend. Rest in peace, Juice World. We're, we're saying is pretty good, but man, it's hard because 
they were saying in that song that came out, it's like him talking about like um, predicting his own death and t- that type of stuff. And it's like, man, it's kind of hard to hear that when you know the artist has yeah. passed away. You know, especially with a lot of artists that face addiction. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. their music once they pass away from that set addiction, it's really like hits different. Like I was talking about Mac Miller yep. earlier. Yeah. Faces his opening line is "I should have died already." Came mm-hmm. in, I was high already. So it's like, dang. So, sort of like a premonition they're giving you, themselves. I mean, do you ever heard was the Kid Cudi song "Confused"? No, I've not. The fucking opening line of that song is like, "I might go, I might start, I might just lose it and swerve off a cliff and fall into a void." Man, yeah. protect Kid Cudi at all costs, <laughs> man. He's Hell doing yeah, pretty, he's doing pretty good right now, from what I see on social media. He seems media. like he's happy. He seems pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, from that documentary, it looked like he was in a good place. That's like, great to hear. You know what? Like the- that. I mean, then that was right. Also, right before Man on the Moon three, mind you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I mean, everything seems to boo. Like I don't want to do any more depressing music and stuff like that. That's and, great, yeah, man. So, we don't need I mean, to lose any more artists. Dude. No, no, we don't. Not I mean, R.I.P. Young Dolph, by the way. Yeah, R.I.P. Young Dolph. Literally, we forgot to say that at the top of the episode. Yeah, that's really sad too because it seemed like he was just. Trying to kind of yeah. do impactful things in his the community. The way he died was Fucking so sad too. Cookies, he was right? getting cookies yeah. for his mom, bro. Yeah. How does mom feel? You know about what's crazy that, about that yeah. too? Some shit happened to a black youngster and Yo Gotti the same day. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like it was. Uh, you got to be safe in your city, like, man. Was like, they shot up like his mom's like business or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Young retaliations. Mom's business and then mm-hmm. black youngsters like some other shit from like his aunt or something like that. Man. I'm just. What the fuck's going on in Memphis right now? Yeah, that's sad, man. That's really sad. It's our, I mean, praise everybody involved, man. That's rough. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And just to go back to a point you were just saying about um, listening to Max uh, music and it being kind of sad afterwards. I remember going back as as everyone does when someone passes away that you like. Like the whole next week, I was just listening to nothing but Max music, and I was going back to the Good AM album. Yeah. And on. Um, Perfect circles, uh, Godspeed. He kind mm-hmm. of talks about. He has like a whole verse mm-hmm. about like predicting his own death and like apologizing to his Everybody mom and all that. Everybody saying I need like rehab. Yeah, all yeah. That. I should. I forget been. the line exactly, but yeah, it's uh, should have been back by now. All the problems in the past or something like that by now. Yeah, yeah. I know life is a bitch. I know life is a bitch. I should have put her in the cab by now. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. Mac, man. His he was just like. He, Everything, every piece of art he made was just different, you know, and he kept evolving his music. Totally, you know? it was so sad that oh. he died when he did because he was really going somewhere else with his mu- new music. Yeah, he definitely. You know, the was. last song he actually recorded was on Al- Young Thug's album. Yeah, yeah, the last song on Young Thug's album is a uh, Mac Miller feature. Yep, and it was, that was like, the last verse. I guess I was recorded. recorded the day before he died too. Yeah, but, they really? did the song yeah. day before. Yep, I didn't yeah, even, it's I called still, Day Before. I haven't even heard that song yet. It's the last song. Let's play that right now. Let's play that right now. We put that in something new for all of us. Well, I guess for me especially. Um, Let's see, Young Thug. Everyone keeps talking about this new album too, so maybe I'll go back. It's a great album. album Like it was my something new. Like when it came out, it's a really like. Here's the thing: I was never really hip to Young Thug. That album cover's dope. It is. Yeah. But yeah, it was never really hip to Young Thug like that. To be honest with you, Uh, I mean, I I think it was like the Jeffrey EP was the one we kind of like raided from fucking uh, Mortal Kombat. You know that's that that costume he wore is in a museum right now. Is it really? Yeah. That's dope. Modern arts museum. Yeah, that's no man. It's just like. I I starting to get hit because it never Young Thug never really was for me. I feel like, yeah. and then I started listening. Like I, he just put out his uh, uh what's it called? The Tiny Desk concert. Oh, yeah, he just put out the Tiny Desk concert, and I checked that out, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of interested to in see what you do with the album. And then I listened to his album, like that J Cole feature on that album, for yep. instance, is fucking 
amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole album straight through. I, like, I talked about it a few weeks ago. I forgot what episode. You know, we'll do my due diligence and check that out. But yeah, it was it was great. All yeah, right. Well, right I'm gonna play that right now. Here's because I want to hear this um, this verse that he recorded. So here's song. a little bit of day before off a of Young Thug's uh, latest project, Punk, featuring Mac Miller. Rest in peace to Mac. Rest in peace. Yeah. It's a double OP, I'm a dissolve Shit, he was talking brazen and law, I knocked the nigga off I ain't trying to give him a chance to kill me or take the stand on me You know, I just had a hundred thousand pieces rand on me I had her in a dog room so she can't say molest I tried to take back all the watches, rings, and the necklaces She said I'm taking full advantage cause I'm never stressing Plus I had feelings for this girl that daddy owned the wrestlers Don't get me wrong cause it ain't nothing but they money, nigga I meant to tell you since a kid I began my own figures I was bringing in the racks and she was steady shopping. I'm talking big bills, all colors, nigga Monopoly. I ain't tripping, bitch, I'm shopping in the damn machete. Super different, I even stood out on my own partners. Since a kid, I've been a dresser, thousand dollars. I was seeing my diamonds green, pissy, party, party. Whoa, yeah. Bitch, talk to him while I'm sleeping, yeah, yeah. Swimming in the linen like the deep end, yeah, yeah. All I ever needed was an alibi, yeah, yeah. I don't need a motherfucking reason, yeah. Out of mind, so I keep busy. Everything a hundred, I don't ever leave a fifty, yeah Did my own halftime, if I was simple What the fuck you think I'm rich for? Why you think I'm always talking shit With my hand on my dick And the crib these bitches turn to a strip shop That's what it is, though Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, though Yeah, well, leave me alone Take your ass home If it ain't another million, I ain't picking up the phone Phony motherfuckers always sitting on the throne All I want some pussy, baby, give a dog a bone, yeah, yeah I don't need a lot, but I got a lot. I don't need a lot, but wow. I got a lot. This just makes me want another Mac Miller album. <laughs> oh, man. He was going with the sound. Oh, it's so good. I, I, I wanted to see what the I really like. third album would have sounded like. I mean, the thing is, and I and I still very, like, reprehensive or apprehensive in listening to, like, uh, circles like that because I mean that album came out after like well after he was dead so mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't like you know his vision with it it was and though I think about no, no, it came I think out about right stuff before like he died not no swimming did not circles oh yeah, never mind sw- but it was intended to be one project that was supposed to be put together yeah, he, so he it made, was his intention to put uh, it out I heard that at least sixty percent of it was his vision though like, was it he made, yeah he okay. made most of it all right so, that makes me feel good because it's know? like I think I I hate when they release no nah. I, I am so and I'm think shout out to Anderson Park by the way for doing that like do not make a post mortis album of me that was hilarious the tattoo yeah I love that I love that. Cause it was like some. I think of people they just like like Juice World or Pop Extreme Smoke, Tantian, Rest in Peace, or Pop, Pop Smoke. Smoke. They did him so dirty. People like yeah. that, like they just like King. Oh no, King Von didn't really get it that much, but he probably is gonna get it like soon enough. But like it's just like they released so much just content they, that wasn't supposed to come out. Bro, they did it to just death with it. Biggie, bro. They fucking oh released so God. many posthumous Biggie albums thing, that were the all. The great like, thing about Mac is like his estate. They're really good people. Th- like they take. That's, like, his That's why I'm happy yeah. about like how Mac Miller's things are rolling now. Also, when I watched the Kid Cudi doc, it made me really want a Mac Miller doc. Plus the yeah, and, and, and the dude, I'm pretty sure. And the dude that finished up Circles, John Bryan, the producer, is the same producer that was working on Swimming, and he's like the one that put the finishing touches on it to finish yeah. it. And he like it was like you know the family that wanted him to do it. So that was my only thing about. I mean, I finished the album. I still love the album, mind you. It's just like I'm thinking like, damn, was this like how he like Mac would have intended it to do? It? And I because I, it's. 
post-mortem albums are like such a dicey thing they to are. do. They like are. it's just like you got to do it like I I feel terrible about like say like a Juice World's estate right now. Yeah. Like, Cuz they are draining the fuck out of that or XX Tantacion. They yeah. were like milking that shit for yeah. a while. A Biggie, of, they were milking that there's shit. There's a lot for of artists right, though yeah. that you know that kind of are in touch with um or kind of have like a premonition about their own death and that's why they record so much. Like Mac Miller like there's like old video footage from that most dope show he had where he was talking to Q where he's like, I recording this much money, so you gotta put all this music out when I'm dead. He's like, Q, you gotta do all this. He's like, You're the one that's gotta put all this out. Or like Tupac, he would go in and do at least a song a day because he thought that he was gonna die early and he wanted uh his music to be able to, you know, keep his family fed for long after he was gone. So uh, some some people had the stuff. intention of doing that shit. Seriously. So but um, let's move on into something new, even though that kind of was something new. Did you um? We have a new local drop. A new local drop. We have a new local drop. We have a new Dre Dab single. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Yeah, man. Let me pull it up. Right. Shout out to Dre Dab. That's Dre Dab is a beats and brews alum. Homie, he, yeah. Oh, shout out to all of our peoples getting fucking hacked on Instagram. Dre Dab got hacked. He had to start wow. a new one. Oh, that was a while Bree- back. That was before you. Yeah, that was before, that was me. before you. And then I got hacked. Breeze got hacked, but Breeze didn't respond, so I don't know what's going on with his. I'm trying to find out. Um, let's see, Dre Dab. Why is he not pulling up on here? Where's his? Uh, what's his new song called? Uh, it is called International Stoner Af- Anthem featuring <laughs> Slim. I mean, it is fitting for Dre Dab. International. Uh, if you can't find it, I'll send it to the Beats Bruise Pod. Oh, here, just play it off yours. You got you're plugged in, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not plugged in. Okay, all right, all right. Anthem. Hold up, one sec. I'll just. I got you. We ha- can do it. We have the technology. Yeah, I guess I can just pull it up on our... So how was everyone else's day today? Pull it up on our... <laughs> Man, um... it's pretty great. I got off work, you know what I'm saying? Came straight to this podcast. Hey, shout out Puff Dispensary, you know, need any oh, marijuana. Oh, man, yeah, it. this man works for Dispensary. Yeah, and then started good... rapping, you know, I needed more weed around me, so, you know, <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> so <we got> <laughs> I feel you, man, I feel you. I got it here. Uh, I, I literally just sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, I got it. Um, here is a little bit of Dre Dav's International Stoner's Anthem. Shout out Dre Dab and the whole flight team. Yes, sir. Uh, Yo. Dre Dab's in the building. What up, Slam? Hello. Did he he think he got that sample cleared? Definitely not. That's probably why it's on. That's why it's on. uh, That's why it's not on the streaming services. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Shout out to all our Hip City guys. Um, yeah, that's tight, man. I like Great Dad. Shout out to Villain. Shout out to Nitro. Villain, skinny man, Villain these days, man. You see fucking Slim, Slim. We see you out there, slimming it up out there. But anyways, let's transition on and over to some something new outside of the local ones. Um, I had one that I wanted to talk about last week, but we had so much shit going on that I tabled it and saved it for this one. And it's an album that I've been anticipating for like the last like five plus years. I feel like he's been tweeting about it. Uh, I thought you were about to say Adele. Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and it's um, out of West Coast producer, rapper, singer, multi-instrumentalist, Terrace Martin. Um, you probably know him from doing a lot of production for the... Um, the TDE camp, he did a lot of Kendrick Lamar shit, and um, he does a lot of... He's really an interesting artist because he can get into his hip-hop bag, but he's also a super accomplished, talented jazz musician, and um, he's really good. He plays alto sax. He plays... I mean, he, he does a lot, but um, on his new project, he's got quite a list of people on here, but he's got this one track that's co-produced by Hit Boy, and he's got... Um, Kamazi Washington on it and Robert Glasper on it as well. And that's um, the greats of the Crenshaw district, which I'm going to let you guys hear a little bit of. It's all instrumental, but man, it's so cool hearing this jazz track with um, like Hit Boys drums and shit in there. So yeah. um, here's a little bit of that for you off Robert or off Terrace Martin's Project Drones. I, I oh, told you it's oh, instrumental. instrumental. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say they get uh, wailing towards the end. I love all those guys, all the West Coast Yes Down guys that kind of jam together. Kamazi, Glasper, you know, um, all them dudes. Sounds like something Kendrick was gonna hop on. You know? Fuck yeah, he's right? actually like, on the album too. Um, he's of on a course track. He is. Yeah, he's on. <laughs> of course, he has to be. Yeah, he's on the album. He's on a track with. Um, it's him. Um, and Ty Dolla Sign is on it as well, and James Fauntleroy. You know, shout Drake. out Ty Dolla Sign. You know, he's a kid. Out of all the like R and B guys out there, he's the most unproblematic dude. He, <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. And he fucks with everybody. <laughs> everybody. You know? He rocks with everybody. Yeah. You know, and he's like super talented. Yeah, he like, plays, he's really like, good at bass. Yeah, I must say he's a he kills it at bass. He's a he's a cool yeah. guy. In man. production yep. and guitar, they like, do a piano. The dude does a lot. Yeah, they be sprinkling yep. Ty Dolla Sign in albums like he's Parsley, bro. He's a cool my guy. only thing. They really do. My only 
only gripe is t- with Ty Dolla Signs. I need a fucking good Ty Dolla Signs solo album. You're right. I, got, I, I don't have a good Ty Dolla Signs solo. He is the most prob. He is like um damn near like. He's a inst- he's like the musician version of Nate Dogg. Like whereas Nate Dogg had like the voice, Ty Dolla Sign has like the production and like the actual mm-hmm. like vocals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people throw him on features. Yeah, yeah. And he is like that feature killer. I yeah, feel yeah like. for sure. Seriously. But he does have the Beach House. I like the Beach House projects. Those are cool. I don't. I haven't had a good Ty Dolla Sign album though. That was mixtapes. Yeah, like, I guess I haven't had a good Ty Dolla Sign album. Yeah, you're right. And then like that last shit he dropped. I'm like any. I get weary when artists drop like twenty songs on a project. Oh, I know it. Because yeah. it's just like, all right, you just like just picking any fucking thing, whether in like your best ten, best eleven, best twelve, whatever it may be. I feel like you should just take those top tracks and just like make that the album rather than like try to play the streaming game. I mean, I get the streaming game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Just drop a bunch of singles and stuff like that. I get it. I respect it. But twenty song full like LPs make no fucking sense. Yeah, man, long. that goes to like, and that's I agree with that. That you know, so my approach was like to that. You know, instead of dropping twenty songs, I'd rather drop to twelve of the hardest songs. You know, yep. And then right. the six tracks or whatever that's left over, I would put that in just a little EP on SoundCloud yeah. for the real fans. And I think that's the best way to really go. Yeah, about that's it. perfectly fine. It's yep. just like if you're gonna call it like an LP, if you're gonna call it like an album, I want like. I, w- I want an album, not like just a bunch of random singles yeah. that you call mm-hmm. a project and shit. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. And sequencing is important too. I hate when like yep. the when the sound is all over it. I like to have like a nice flow to I'm a it. good I'm a sucker for concept albums myself. Yep. For sure. So, Man, absolutely. I love concept Big concept album. Absolutely. And what is your next um something new, E Man? You will? Go. Oh man, we're gonna go with a camp that I love all too well. I'm actually rocking the shirt. I like that shirt too. I was gonna yeah, say something yeah, I didn't yeah, notice until like halfway on this uh, time. Earl Sweatshirt. Ooh, Earl man. Sweatshirt dropped a new single on us. 2010. Yeah, man. 2010. I am still like I've listened to this track. First of all, like I love the drums in it. It's just the simps kind of throw me off a little bit. But I was like, I like the direction Earl is going with. I love flow. Earl, bro. Earl is I a love, great guy. Because Earl really had like a very like lazy flow to me yeah. for a long time but like lyrically he was dope and i feel like he almost had like that problem where he like couldn't find like the beat like his voice would overpower the beats that he used he couldn't find like that right balance i think that was a lot i think that was people's you know what i walk back all the nas beat like beat thing i said i think that was nas's beat like problem was like his lyrics overpower what the beat is doing. Oh, always. Like. And I feel like that was the issue, and I think that's the issue with Earl, too, like, coming in. This is a step in the right direction, though, for yeah, him. But, I I, like, lyrically and definitely cadence-wise, he stepped his fucking game up. Seriously. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's play that, because I love this new single out of Earl. This is my fa- I, I'm with E-Man on this. This is my favorite thing I've heard out of him in a really long time. Um, it's called 2010. It's probably my favorite thing since 2010. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, this song's called 2010. Nah, he's had, he has had some good shit before that. I'm just joking. It's because it's yeah. the song's called yeah, 2010. I think <laughs> it's good. There. The beat is cool, too. I just don't like that. I like it. 
came currents and stains off. Long way to go, we already came far. Story stayed the same, it was never made up. Threw me loose change, look at what I made of it. When the mood change, I'm a poker face. Em. It's a new day, who got all the aces? Who be folding late? Who know when to play dead? Who sit up straight when the roof caved in? Had a full play, you ain't wanna split it. Told your teeth straight, you ain't wanna listen. Cup running through with a brim. Bust open, there's no closing the lid. Drum roll, here go my little entrance. Gung ho, I'm the one that go get it. Five O's on me like the Olympics. Pure gold, something told me don't mix it. Caught a feeling, mama had me out temple. Not religious, we was really out Philly. Living on a fly, trying to wing it. We got us a fire to rekindle. Redirect the fight where it's meant for. This artwork is so weird too, doesn't it? Earl, like, he always does something that doesn't make so, sense. No, there's right? some, there's some <laughs> rap songs cover. <laughs> yeah, this is so like, weird. It was just like the blurred <laughs> picture and shit. It's just, uh, nah, Earl is great. Yeah, He's for awesome. sure. He's getting to like that J. Cole bag with his whole aesthetic, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like his flow on that new single a lot. Like, he was in his pocket right there. No, um, I'm just used to like the lazy, like, yeah. kind of like lethargic, but yeah. still got bars, Earl. Yeah, this Earl's was, a, more, a little bit. It's yeah. more alert there for sure. Um, how about you, Claudia? Some of the new music that you've been listening to? Oh man! So recently, man, I've been listening to D Savage. He's okay. one of my favorite D artists. D Savage. D Savage. Okay. Yeah. Um, funny story with D Savage. Uh, he actually said uh, he used to be like during like the old 2015, 2016 SoundCloud era. You know, around that time, him. Playboy Cardi, Thousand Banfani, Uno, they were all like, you know, similar lane rocking and stuff. And D Savage said he was going to shit on Cardi. Like, he was going to be better than him one day. It hasn't happened. You know, he's not better than Cardi. But in my opinion, he's a great artist. And sometimes I feel like I would want to live in that universe where D Savage was the GOAT instead of Cardi. But we're going to look up Bet. Okay, you said that. This brings up a question I want to ask both of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want to play it after? All right, so yeah, we, can play, yeah. we can play a song here's, after. Here's Bet, and um, let's this see. samples Ocarina. I don't think it samples Ocarina Time because I don't know how the fuck Nintendo would allow that. <laughs> but he must have had the beat recreated because this album, like, it peaked at like 11 on the Billboard Top 100. So you know, uh-huh. fucking at that point, Nintendo might have had to have heard it. But I don't know how he got that <laughs> cleared or whatever. But I'm glad I made the album because I heard this one was a leak back in like a couple years ago. Hell yeah! Well, let's hear it. Um, here's a little bit of Bet. Out of D Savage for you guys. Oh. Scared of me. I got caught up on the 20th for a felony. 
I gotta admit, I actually think I like this better than Clay Playboy Cardi. Hey man, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's a great artist. He does a lot with the reverb. I like that. Yeah, like, it's very atmospheric music. Have you heard Playboy Cardi without the effects on his voice? By the way, yes. Oh, Jesus Christ, is All it right. bad? Yeah, it's terrible. You can only imagine what those sounds are like. Right. Yeah, sure. So this is the question I want to ask you guys. Yeah. Okay, I, okay. I put this. I put this on the book a couple of days ago, and I got some hilarious responses about it. What was your worst music take? What's that you my can think worst? Of? Music what was your worst music take? Like a take Ooh. you've had from the past that did not pan out well. Because mm. I got mine is fucking hilarious. Oh, I'd bad. have to think about. So it. Like, Tell me yours. Yeah, you I'd have to. Think, I'd have to think about this for a minute. At one point, you could have not told me that John Connor would have been bigger than Kendrick Lamar. Wow. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 one that, point. That, that's true. And now it's like totally the opposite way around. And it was kind of, it's funny too, when you go back and listen to that shit, like early Kendrick, early John Connor, you can hear um, the influence John Connor had on Kendrick. And you can tell they were around the sit in the, in the studio in the same time. I mean, they were both on Aftermath. And I'm saying, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Both. Like, you you know Kendrick was hearing John at that time because he was in the studio and waking Shout everything out to for Drake. Flint, so. by the way. Yeah. Like, he's got a yeah. new project out, too. But it's yes, all, he does. It's on, like, a certain app, and he's doing this new thing where you got to sign up for his mailing yeah. list to get, like, new music I, and shit. I mean, cool. I respect the game. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Respect. I think no, it's cool. I, I'm, like, I was checking it out on Instagram, like, like the little single clip he released. But, yeah, he did put out a new I project. So, shout out to John Connor. Yeah, shout out to John Connor. Glad he's still active. Glad he's still doing stuff yeah me too um i had a couple other new ones i'll get through them kind of quick since we're running a little bit long um one of my favorite um music producers of the last you know five years or so um that he just dropped a little three pack on us um and his name's katrin or katrinata and he's got a new track with her one with thundercat and one with makami and all three of them are really fucking cool um I can't decide which one's my favorite. I, I think everyone on this show would expect me to play the one with her. But this third track with Makami is so interesting. I think I'm going to have to play that one because he really gives you um, a different landscape of uh, a sound. So Makami's amazing, man. Fucking, yeah. I, I found him out through Earl. Yeah. Like Earl be collabing with a lot uh-huh. of these guys. Like, yeah, it's interesting, man. It's a really cool sound. So here's a little bit of that for you. Um, it's called Spay for, Spay for Haiti. Pay for Haiti? Oh, oh! Pray I wonder for if that, Haiti? no, 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 it, no. It says pay for Haiti. I wonder if that's a Cash App thing or something, because it's got the Cash App money sign in the front of it. Might be. And that's I know cool. that they're that they're trying to collect promo. money for. It. I wonder if it is. I wonder if that's something to do if with that it. That is. That's dope as fuck. Yeah. What a is. fucking genius! I actually <laughs> want to look this shit up right now. <laughs> yeah. I bet that is. But anyways, here's a little bit of the song for you. So is it actually? It's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real That's thing. Awesome. That's, That's awesome. tight, man. That's tight. Is he Haitian? Is Makami Haitian? Because he's rapping in a different language. I don't know. Right? Assume this is Haitian, but I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of 
rapping a different language. We didn't talk about that on air, did we? Oh my God, we gotta talk about. What's this? this what, are, what, are, what are we talking about? Let's talk about it, man. What? Yeah. Talk about your origins. Talk about like yeah, well, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm Tell South. Me. I'm South Asian. I'm Bangladeshi. So my family is from Bangladesh. First generation immigrant. Oh wow, so. that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I know I was telling Eman over here earlier before we were just shooting the shits, and I was saying how there really isn't much South Asian representation in media, like well South Asian representation right. in media. And, you know, that's what I'm really trying to do. I'm trying to carve a lane for my brown boys over here. Yeah. Trying to do something, you know, because we got Nav, and Nav is dope. He kills it on the feature. Dope. Nav is dope as fuck, but, like, we need some more out here, man. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm really trying to do out here. Hell trying yeah. Carve a lane for like, people like me, man, to show them that, like, yeah, you know, your parents moved in here, but you don't have to feel that first generation guilt, you know, because I'm the oldest son, you know. My parents wanted me to be a doctor or something, you know. Of you course, know, yeah. parents are. But it's like, no. You know, I'm going to be my own person, and I'm still going to get this cheese, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, mm-hmm. everybody goes through a different path in life, and I just really want to be there and tell my people that it's okay. You can do your thing, bro. You just believe in yourself, and that's all you really got to do, man. Hell yeah. Take the rest from there. I think I think a lot of uh, immigrant parents want that for their kids. Not that they don't believe not that, that they can make it. that's a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Not that they don't believe in them or think that they can make it. It's just like... This is where we come from, so we want you to make sure that you got a job like a doctor or something like that, where you it's like you're yeah. gonna make enough about money. This? I was <laughs> just listening to uh, Ebro's pod uh, mm-hmm. or the Ebro show, and they had French Montana on. Oh yeah, I didn't and, hear you the know, French. French Mon- oh, yeah. And French Montana, you know, is an immigrant from Morocco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was talking about like he didn't get to see his parents like for like ten years. Like they just kind of shipped him off to America for like, or they went there for the American Dream and stuff like that. Yeah, but he didn't really get to see his family. Like, I think his uh, his mom didn't get to see her siblings for like 25 years or something crazy shit. that's really like how when it they be. came over mm-hmm. so it was just one of those things and that and he like he didn't speak english at all when he came over and stuff like that he was talking about like yeah and then i kind of just started gotten into you know music and stuff like that and then started doing shit with the coke boys and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. man yeah. yeah i gotta check out the french uh because rosenberg actually said there's a, um some some good good shit on there's a lot of yeah like i Here's the thing. I've never been a fan of French Montana. I'm still really I, not I, the biggest fan of his I'm music. Not, but I'm indifferent about him. Like I'm not like I'm I not a hater. But if it's on, I'm like yeah. I'm not gonna guy. go out of my way to listen <laughs> to it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to not listen to French right. Montana. I'm, like, I'm gonna I'm be not honest. Gonna skip it. I'll but. be honest. I'll joke. I'll I'll clown French Montana on on the social media. It's, like, <laughs> it's funny. I, it's I, funny. I, but I, I have said that. You are not a real New York rapper, and this is me being my Detroit bias. You are not a real New York rapper <laughs> unless you have French Montana ruin your song. <laughs> I have said that before, and I'm like, here in this interview, I'm like, damn, I want to walk that back now. I actually really like, like I feel what like, I heard. I feel <laughs> like French could have a successful, um, like, after he gets done making music, I feel like he could have like success in the media world, like because he's got a personality on him for sure. Like, Definitely, if you, especially if you see him in like interviews and shit like that, he's like a he's a personal, he's an entertaining guy for, guy, for, for sure. sure. He definitely is. But anyways, any is there any? I had one more, but I want to give it to you guys first. Is there any other new music we would like? To Eric talk had about a something here? old, bro. We didn't get the chance to play. <laughs> Eric, what do you have a something old for? What was it? Was it Trillville? We gonna Trill, play some Trillville. Trillville? All right. Get on my level. What? Get on my level. We gonna play some Lil John, baby. <laughs> there you go. For out of Eric's request, because you guys can't hear him, but we can. Trillville. He wants to Isn't play. It, he wants to get. Crunk the artist with was it. Trillville. I don't even Trill, know who this is. You, Trillville did a lot of shit with Lil John back in old three. Oh, the crunk recording. What's, <laughs> what's the name of the song? Never. Ever. Oh yeah, right here. All right. Oh, it's got a little scrappy on it, huh? 
You never heard this before? I don't know. May I, maybe I have. I'm going to say, I guarantee you heard this shit. Uh. <laughs> oh, I definitely heard this. I definitely heard <laughs> this. This shit was huge. <laughs> I fucking hated this era of music so much. Ah, uh, this shit was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this is before me. <laughs> this was like, I was middle school. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe think, think of Dave Chappelle every time I hear that shit. Yeah, now. that's that's <laughs> fucking right there. That's like prime 2004, 2005 <laughs> music right there. Seriously, that, yeah, that time frame period. <laughs> Eric, that was a large white tees, baggy yeah. ass baggy fucking ass jean ass. shorts. <laughs> Man. Shout out Soldier Boy, by the way. Shout out Soldier, Soldier Boy is the first to do all that shit. That guy's so crazy. Seriously. <laughs> But you know, fun fact, there's actually Soldier Boy that bit the apple. It wasn't Eve. It wasn't Eve. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy was there. For Somebody that. said, like, Word on the Street is Soldier Boy was the first one to turn water into wine. <laughs> Soldier Boy was the first person to walk on the moon. Soldier Boy was the first person to moonwalk. <laughs> hey, yo. How about you, Claudia? You got any more new shit you want to promote or plug on here or your own shit? Doesn't matter. We can play yeah, whatever I'll play. Like, going back to what we were talking about, uh, speaking rap. Rapping in a different language. Uh, I actually got a song where I rapped in Bengali in my late native Fuck song. Yeah. You know, I spoke a little bit in there. It's Hell called yeah. uh, uh, Okay. All right. Like me, it's on all, all yeah. streaming services. Shout okay. out to the producers, by the way. I'm rocking with some producers that live in like the Europe and stuff. Like a lot of the plug producers, a lot of the plug soundscapes, they're in Europe. Like a lot of European producers, you know. So I really fuck with the fact that the sound is like worldwide. You know, it's amazing. Which uh, what did you say the name of it was? Uh, okay, like U H. Okay. Okay. Is it on the SoundCloud here? Uh, it's probably on Title or Spotify. Okay, let me look it up on there. Cody. I do love the international sound, man. Like I'm, I like honestly, like UK rappers, like the voice. I just couldn't get past the voice for a long time. But it grows on you. But I think about like uh, like a slow tie or uh. Dan, was a Danny Seth mm -hmm. or Stormzy or people like that, like or Dave was another big one. Like I've been hearing a lot of that now, and I'm just like, I like that Dave. Damn, dude. That shit is Dave dope. is cool. Dave is cool as fuck. All right, I'm gonna have to have you find it for me. Got you, got you. Let me get that. I pulled it up on. I don't have Spotify, so I pulled it up in YouTube. But um, there we go. Oh, you got me. Sweet. One. I think it was like Psychodrama was arguably my favorite album of that year. Psychodrama like, was an amazing. I forgot album. the one. It, like it was like 2019 that came out. Something like that. Yeah. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, okay, uh, okay, 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 okay,
Sudari for what the fuck you talking about? Sudari for what the fuck you talking about? Sudari for what the fuck you talking about? I really be in it, bit, I'm rocking out. Ay, I got all the cash and that shit, large amounts. Just hit my little broke a hundred rounds Okay, I had to tell your bitch I gave a hundred rounds Got down gelato 32, I smoke it by the pound Love gelato Yes, I wasn't really a hip to his music like that, but it's another doc I checked out in a couple songs. I hear a little little peep. Nah, little peep is actually not one of my influences. I it's like that kind of like that cadence and like kind of like that like. The effects you use and stuff like yeah, that, like, kind of similar, that, I would say. But I would, I wouldn't put you necessarily in that box. As you're not nearly depressing as like that type of music. Nah, I try to like, be a little happier in life. You I, know? I noticed. <laughs> yeah. I really that. like the beats too. They're really like dreamy, man. I like that. Thank like, you, like, you kind of yeah. feel like I'm floating on a cloud type of fucking beat right yeah, there. I like that. Cloud, <laughs> it's very, like, that's my, yeah, yeah, that's my man, aesthetic. Dude. It's sure. kind of like, yeah. you got like this like the beat selection is kind of like these like lo-fi like esque like combo yep. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's dope, man. Yeah, I really enjoy that, man. That's cool. So you produce too, right? Uh, I don't I I don't really produce, but I'm a sampler. Like I'll sample some beats and then I'll send the sample to my producer Dope. friends and they'll just chop it up, you right. know. There's um I think it's called oh shit. So what's up? All right, so DJ Premier is like one of my favorite hip hop producers yeah, ever, right? Premier. And he's got a new hip hop uh like a YouTube show um that he does called So What's Up, where each episode it's like ten minutes long each episode. He just breaks down one of his classic beats and like how like he pulled where he pulled the samples from and he kinda like Deconstructs the whole shit and it's sweet. Like That's what's up. he did Nas representing on there. He's got like I mean he, all of his classic shit is on there, so it's pretty sweet. Um, but anyways, I got one last one before we uh, get up out of here, um, and it's out of Detroit artist Apollo Brown um, and Stolly. They got together and made an album. Um, I'm a huge fan of Apollo Brown's beats. Um, he just drops project after project after project that's been awesome there's a great project that he has with locksmith another one with joel ortiz that's really dope um but this one is called Blacklight, and um let's see what should i play off here hmm which one do i want to go on let's play the one featuring joel ortiz here's uh bobby Benilla featuring joel ortiz out of stali and apollo brown Another guy, I just love his really like cool production. Yeah. The Bobby Bonilla of the billion dollar flow. I'm talking a million till there's billions on the flow. We build and destroy until the building's on the flow. We made it out the scrap, new in the rubble with the gold. Now the empire is higher than the Khalifa in Dubai. Or where's Khalifa when he high? No surprise in your eyes when you see us touch the sky. With no lead jets, if money call, we pop right up like a fair catch. Yeah. It's like a derby, how we over fences. Grand Prix style, the way we swerving benzes. Shooting at the top, leaving no forensics. No face, no case, we beating all defenses. Smooth criminal, we limbo the bar. They set and hop over high standards, putting ball in net. The all-stars of the boulevard. Niggas act hard, get a bullet lodged. Cold-blooded, that's the feeling, God. 
The car came with stars in the ceiling, y'all. V12 engine, heavy cylinder. Used to be broke, now every July I'm a millionaire. So pay me what you owe me. I judge you off of characters, only trust what you show me. So play the cards right that you dealing, cause a full hand of hearts can always restore the feeling. The Bobby Bonilla of the billion dollar flow. Oh, I love yes. Stolly, man. He's so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's the shit. Um, but yeah, that was uh, there's a lot of good music that came out this week. Uh, I could talk about a, a few more projects, but in the sake of keeping the episode uh, in the right time frame here, <laughs> I'll cut it off with that. But um, yeah. yeah, you guys man. got any more questions regarding you know anything? I kind of wanted I to know some... if you got uh, what the, the live show aspect of things. Do you have any uh, plans on any live shows coming up, or what do we got here with uh, with that? Yeah, live shows. I'm planning on doing a lot more of the open mics and mm-hmm. popping out in the city and stuff. Because okay. I, I I definitely popped out. Uh, there's some events that, like one was called Ongaku and You. Like mm-hmm. I did that a, like a year or two ago oh, before COVID. you know the COVID shit hit. What it is was cool. That? Uh, it's like an anime. It's like anime and music. It's like a cool little festival that type That sounds thing. right that's up his cool. alley. <laughs> anime and music. Yeah, that sounds like two things I love. Dude, yeah. actually, oh my God, how did I fucking miss this? <laughs> you seem like one of the biggest anime for like people, like just from yep. your like, aesthetic and stuff like that. Oh man. Have, all right, so first of all, first and foremost, <laughs> have you watched the new Cowboy Bebop, the live action one? I have seen clips of it and I have not heard the best, the best. Reviews. I haven't watched it either. I was really just trying to get your opinion <laughs> on it. You, you yeah. knew it was Honestly, good. man, Netflix Netflix is cursed to ruin any property to touch them. They ki- no, action. they killed one of them that was like actually like really good. Who? It wasn't. It definitely wasn't Death Note. Death Note was one of the worst ones. It was one that was actually solid, man. I forgot the. I'll I'll get back to it. In I a second. Know. I'm not a live but action. But anime, <laughs> like in general, like what? So a lot of I feel like a lot of artists like. Specifically, rapper. I mean, I don't know about like country or anything like that necessarily, but I feel like a lot of like the anime influence is coming out. And stuff oh like yeah, that. most yeah. definitely. Yeah, I was raised on. I mean, I rap about what I've you know just life and shit. You know, I like I like anime, so there's a lot of anime influence. It's just like that for sure. So like, what's your uh, what's your top like? Let's say your top three anime. Top three. All right, no order. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood is, is the Brotherhood shit. is up there. That yeah. dub is crazy. Uh, what else would I say? I would say One Piece. You know, if you know, you know. That's all I gotta say. If you got, the, if you invested your so time in it, you're gonna love it. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people who watch anime have obviously heard of One Piece. I have not even started One Piece, and the reason why is because it's a thousand fucking it's a episodes. Fucking journey, a thousand? My it's literally it's over a thousand episodes. Of One Piece. Hey, but yeah. let me tell you one thing about <laughs> One Piece. There's a point where everybody gets hooked on it, and what I love hearing is like, "Oh, which arc did you like?" You know, that's where I got hooked on it. You know, that's One Piece is awesome. Okay, for sure. What's the third? Third one, man. There's so many good ones. One I would say, uh, probably ReZero. I would say I've that. I've never watched that one. That's a really good one. A little like, it's like you know, like there's a whole genre. It's called isekai, and what isekai is pretty much is it's when like the main character dies and he goes to another world, or he okay. gets transported into another world. The whole, like, shtick with ReZero is this guy, whenever he dies, he responds to a certain point, you know? Right. And he'll be die- He'll die a lot of brutal and painful deaths because he wants to save everybody, as many people as he can in, like, his life. So it's like some Groundhog Day type some shit. Some Groundhog almost. Day type okay. shit, yeah. And, like, his like his death point, like, he re- it, like, changes every so often, you know, as he progresses through, like, shit, you know? Right. And it got to a point where at a certain point, like, someone who he really cared about died and, like, 
he can't go back because you know his new safe spot is like somewhere else where she's already dead in. So he's he's trying to figure some shit out, you know, trying to get shit going. It's have, very interesting. Have you watched what's the new one everybody's been talking about? Like, so I I I'll go to Yamakon every year. Yamakon, except for yeah, I was there this year. Oh shit! I'm. Dude, I don't think I saw you. There, I was though. there Friday through. Oh, actually Thursday through Sunday. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was there for like Saturday and Sunday. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm surprised I never ran. I didn't run into you then. But yeah, I I, I did uh the Homelander costume. I wanted more comic book than that. That's awesome. That time. Yeah. But no, man. Uh, so, what was I about to say? Damn, it was something along the line. Oh, have you watched Chainsaw Man by any chance? I fucking love I've Chainsaw Man. I've heard good things about it. I've <laughs> not watched that one. It's not even. It's, it's not even anime yet, man. It's literally a fucking manga, and people love it. Look, I took a picture with the guy. Or some dude cosplayed as the Chainsaw Man characters, man. Right here. I saw a lot of Chainsaw Man. Like dude, Chainsaw I, Man's an amazing I, piece of. I've fiction. heard great things about that. Once that anime comes out, bro, it's gonna be like. The next thing, like uh, another anime I really enjoy is Jujutsu Kaisen. That's one that of the one. newer ones. Yeah. It's like, it's like shonen refined, pretty much. So everything good about Naruto, Bleach, all the you know the most popular shonen. It's like all those tropes and traits are like refined into this one piece of like media. You know, it's really great. You know. Okay. All right. So yeah, let's go with the OG anime here. Yu Yu Hakusho. Ooh, Yu Yu interesting pick. Do you think Blake Griffin could pull off uh, Kuwabara? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen all those little Facebook posts and little one. All of them shits, man. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. He could do it. It looks like him. Who, so who's your favorite? Out of all the DBZ villains, who's your favorite? Ooh. Hmm. Who is my favorite DBZ villain? Um, I'd say my main favorite DBZ villain would be Cell. No, yeah, Cell. But like movie-wise, okay. I would say Janimba. He was just so cool to me. Uh, what's my man's name from, uh, was it Barris? Beerus, yeah. Beerus, yeah. I would say, no, he's up there, but he's I would cool. say Frieza's probably my favorite. Frieza's the OG, Frieza, you know, I love Frieza. Frieza, like, literally walked in that bitch like, hello, monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, nah, he's out of pocket for that shit. <laughs> but, like, you know, I was a kid, and I saw Gohan whooping Cell's ass, you know, like, yo, that shit was dope. Right. He was, like, 11, I was 11 type shit. Damn, dude. All right, we could talk about this all day. Man, I'm a, I'm a, for Eric's <laughs> sake, let's go yeah. back to music. I feel like you're talking in a different language. I have no idea what you're nah, talking we about. We just bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> who rap. No, dude, it's it's crazy. It gets brought up on our podcast all the time. Like there, that's a pretty common theme. Is a lot of hip hop artists are into anime. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. But um, before we get out of here, is there anything like social media wise or anything you want to plug? Uh, definitely, before we go? definitely. So follow me on all social medias at Yo Cloudy. That's Y O C L O U D I E. I have an album coming out next year, uh, early next year. It's called Bandits Magic. Hell yeah! It's coming out. Um, the cover art is inspired by a manga, a web comic I'm actually creating with my good what? friend. Yeah, Damien, my good friend Damien. He lives in Louisiana. Shout out Spines. That's his. That's ad. awesome. Spines underscore. I'll show you guys some of the art from that. Fuck yeah. The cover art is actually the main characters on it, but I'm going to show you guys that. Yeah, follow me on social media, guys. Uh, Yo, Cloudy, you know, I'm I'm really out here doing this shit, man. Paving the way for us brown boys, you know. Shout out my brown boys out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really out here, bro. Hell yeah, Hell man. Yeah. If there's anything that you need uh, our help with, you know, if you got new releases, send them our way. We'd be happy to play them on the show and everything it, like that. Definitely, man. Love to hear that shit. Appreciate the support, you know. Hell yeah, man. We appreciate you coming on. And oh, yeah. to take us out, since you guys were th- making me think of it, and also, I forgot that he re-released uh, The House is Burning with a few extra tracks on it. Yep, shout wow. out Here Isaiah. is Isaiah Rashad with uh, R.I.P. Young with Project Pat and Juicy J on it.
So uh, here you guys go with that, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.